Hey, Flyover family, we're backstage at the Reawaken America event in Nashville, Tennessee, day two, and we have some of our very favorite people in all of the world, Dr. Michelle and Dr. Mark Sherwood. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. We're excited. Good to see you guys. We're seeing less of you, by the way. We're being coachable and, 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 and doing, doing the right things, but it really, your approach is so much more educational than it is just behavior modification, temporary fix, pill for an ill, you know, kind, kind of mindset, which we about my first question is, is you guys have a successful practice, you know, you're, you're, you're both doctors, you know, you're both full patient load and then going, you have, you know, uh, you're involved in politics. You're speaking at these events. You have every excuse that other people have of neglecting your health, but you don't only really talk about health and help people with their health. You find a way in your routine when you're traveling, you know, to actually walk what you're teaching. And, and so, so, Give some people some tips on that because anybody that's out there is like, well, I'm so crazy at work and I got this and I got that. Like you have twice as much as anybody else I know. Well, so you mentioned something key, excuses. Excuses can become habitual. Yeah. Excuses have become a tolerance in America and it's lowered our bar of excellence. Yeah. Right. So now instead of having a bar up here, we have it down here because we've been, well, I'm, I'm better than David. I'm better than Stacy. At least I do better than them. So it's lowered our bar from a, an A level to like a D is okay and it's getting lower. In our lives, we don't allow excuses to have a, have a foothold. There are non-negotiables that we establish. I mean, and I encourage people listening right now to write them down, non-negotiables. I'm going to get up and I'm going to spend time in God's Word and I'm going to pray. Non-negotiable. I don't care what happens. I'm going to exercise. Don't care what happens. I'm going to get my rest. Don't care what happens. I'm going to honor my wife. I'm going to pray for her every day. Don't care. I'm going to eat well. Don't care. These are non-negotiables that really bring life to us Yes. instead of death. It's like a, a principle-driven life. Not pursuing that, but following the principles because these are godly principles. And that takes the excuse process away. But what if they're good excuses? <laughs> so, so, so you got two guys. One's like, hey, I wasn't able to work out. I wasn't able to spend time with the Lord. Yes. I wasn't because a terrorist abducted me and had a gun to my head. And then you got another guy that says, I didn't do those things because I didn't feel like it. Yeah. Well, like if it's a good enough, is there a, a gradient or a spectrum there based on the quality of excuse? I suppose there's some kind of gradient that's possible. <laughs> However, I learned something oh, yeah, a long likely. time ago about excuses from Rosie the pig. Yeah. Okay. Say, What's Rosie the pig? Wait a minute. When you look at the backside of Rosie the pig and you get that curly <laughs> tail all the way, the closer you get to that backside, the more it stinks. Yep. And yep. the closer you examine excuses, the more they stink. stink. There you go. You got it. So true. <laughs> I love it. Well, I would say, you know, being a professional and telling, teaching people about their health, if I'm not walking the walk and talking the talk, I'm a hypocrite. So I do my absolute best to make sure that I'm a, a light and a pillar in this world and living by an example. Second is everybody gets 1,440 minutes in a day. We all do. And if you're not planning, you're planning to fail. So we have to set ourselves up for success. We have to set ourselves up for our worship. We have to set ourselves up for our exercise. We especially have to set ourselves up to have good nutrition through the day. That's where we have fallen short or shy is we go to the roach coach for lunch or the quick yeah, you know, the quick, fast, in and out, and it's all processed food. It's full of, you know, garbage that doesn't do anything to feed the temple. So we've got to plan to be successful instead of not planning, and we plan for failure. I mean, that's so true. You know, and I think right now um, we're in a battle. 
We're in a battle in our world. We're in a battle for our families. We are in a battle spiritually. And for our bodies to be strong, for us to be healthy as warriors, it's critical. And so what you're putting in your mouth, how much sleep you're getting, how are your hormones doing, these are all very important part of being who we need to be during this time. There's, it, it made me think of a, a scripture reference, like excuses. Like, so Jesus was led off into the desert to be tempted, right? We know that after yep. baptism. After 40 days, he hadn't ate anything. Sounded like a pretty good excuse to me. Exactly. Right? He was hungry. Yeah. And he was tired. He was beat down. I'm sure he was emotionally challenged. Yeah. yeah. Satan said, turn that rock into bread. Yeah. And all that is, and people need to get this, is take what you know to be solid and turn it into something temporal. And use the temporal to bring comfort to you. And that's where we got to go. If Jesus didn't make an excuse and he overcame that, then I have in me what he had in him, who we had in him. And so, therefore, we're not going to be tempted by that. It also shows the power of carbs because the devil had all this time to think about this. He did. And the first thing he had, because I got three shots at this guy, the first thing he came up with was carbs. Yeah, food. That's what happened to Adam and Eve, too. I mean, well, too. He could have. He could have used. He could have used tofu. Use bread. Use bread. bread. Yeah, and I think that you look back at grain; it's always synonymous with uh, bondage in Egypt, right? Yeah, we're starting today. It's synonymous with bondage to big pharma. You know, you made a point earlier about the rock versus the bread. What's temporal? What's solid? Uh, And it's interesting because when we started this journey of weight loss, really getting healthy, uh, one of the things I asked uh, the Antis family to do was actually to pray for us. They're also patients of you all. They also had a lot of success with being healthy, getting in shape, their weight down. And we actually asked the Whited family, asked them to pray over us first. And so they ended up praying over us. So taking care of that spiritually, because one of the things that we found, or I personally, I'll just myself, I can't speak for everyone else in my family, but myself, is after a hard day, after all of these interviews and some things, very discouraging, very dark times, I was turning to food for a lot of things. I'd be like, oh, I just just need something really good to eat. I just just need, you know, to try to take care of that. And the Lord really let me know at that time that I was going to food, as my source, as my comfort, instead of coming to Him. Yep. And so we yeah, first took care of our health first spiritually. Having people that were having success pray over us was was really huge. And so that kind of was taken out of the equation. Now, now okay, we came to you all, and you all were able to help us walk yeah. through the process of. Um, and you guys could have prayed for us too, you know, because obviously you have a lot of authority in, in that as well, and you guys have. have. But I just felt like with the Antises, you know, the Lord asked us to pray them to pray for us. But with you guys, you guys helped us. You taking care of hormones, talking about what we should be eating. You introduced us to some peptides. There's some different things that we were able to do with working with you all that helped us to now where, I mean, truly people are coming up and saying, wow, what have you all done? Because it's made a huge difference in our life. We've known it for a while, but now it's just become more, more apparent to everybody else. Well, you guys are living examples of it. You know, we run into people all the time from flower country that says, hey, look at David and Stacy and. And it, it, it makes us feel good, not because of what we've done. Don't, don't. Well, you're a part of that story. Well, we're grateful, but we're yeah. grateful to what God's done in your life. Yeah. And that's the key thing. Jesus healed the whole person. He yeah. didn't just heal us 
spiritually. He healed us physically. Remember, he healed people and got diseases out of the way because they became distractions. Yes. Right? And so we've got to get the distractions out of the way. Well, you made a very good point. When you're exhausted and you're tired and you may be a little anxious yeah. or stressed, we do. We turn to food for comfort, and yep. it's the false comforter. Mm -hmm. And it's all connected, physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. We are a whole being. Yes. And if we let one thing get out of balance, it's a great way to spin out of control. And before you know it, you're three feet under. Yep. So bringing people around you that have a strong spiritual foundation will keep you from falling off the ledge because yes. if they have their eyes on you and they're praying for you yes. and we're building a stronger community the way God intended the body of Christ to be. Yeah. And we can be more physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually sound. Man, that is so true. Okay. No question at you. The, the tendency for humans as a whole is this is urgent. I'm going to take care of this now. The, the future is too far away to really worry about. Now that's what you're saving for retirement or you're yeah. worried about your health. You know, say somebody's 25, 30, you know, it's like, eh, you know, it, the, 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 the price tag or the, the, you know, you're not paying for some of those decisions at that moment. We were at an event one time and, and you did some demonstration. You're tearing a phone book. And, uh, those are my highlights. I love that. Oh, at our, at one, so of our, one of our meet and greets, you, you know, you, the big phone book, you tore it in half, and then you took it the short way, tore it again. And there was, there was, couple younger guys that I was with, one of them made a comment and says, man, I'd love to be in in his shape when I'm his age. And I'm like, you'd love to be in his shape now. <laughs> you're, you're in your 20s. You know, forget his age, you know. But but uh, what encouragement do you have to people about maybe shortening that gap between the decisions you're making now and when, when they're due? Because it's kind of easy to always be in the moment and then you're 60 years old and you don't have $500 in savings or you're yeah. 60 years old and you're like, man, I can't hardly get up down the stairs or pick up my grandkids. You know, it's like about making decisions now that have that long-term payoff versus maybe you don't see the fruit of it today, but it does in the future. Give that's your guys' life. You both walk that out. Yeah. And, and um, I think of that Mercy Me song, Younger Me. Yeah. You know, it's like, what would I tell my younger self? Yeah. Right? And so honestly, um, younger people out there need to understand that the trends of our health, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, are going the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. They have an opportunity now to be a part of sh turning that ship around. Mm -hmm. And never take for granted life, man. Life is too darn short. So if people are out there right now in the 20, 25 range, understand that you're not bulletproof. You, you, you really have these consequences that will cost you something. Every decision you make is that important. And yep. if, if I could just plead with the younger people as a, as a fatherly figure yeah. to say, do that right now and find somebody that's older than you, that's wiser than you, that's walked through some of the battles so you don't have to. Yeah. And they will help you. They'll speak into your life. That's that's what I would people need to encourage with. Like George Burns said, he's like 105 or something. Yeah. Time. He goes, he's famously said, like, if I'd known I was going to live so long, I would have taken better care of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoke like a chimney, yeah. man. Yeah, Crazy. And for that younger person, you know, the past is the past. You can't do about anything about what was in the past. That's right. The present is the present. The future, of course, is unknown. In the present, it is the gift and the time to make changes now. It's never yeah. too late and it's never too early. And you never know how much time you have. And if you're not taking care of yourself, Think about how you are robbing the ones that you love around you wow. with what's coming in the future. I have a lot of patients who ended up in with adult toys much sooner than they should have. And those are crutches, canes, yep. walkers and wheelchairs, all kinds of pills yeah. that they can do something about right now in the present. We don't know what your genetics really hold for 30 years down, down the line. We're getting better at understanding that. But today is the day to make your future great.
there's a saying that I learned a long time ago that goes like this. Live today and treat people today like it's the last day on earth. But live today like you're going to live forever. At the same time, that's if you can good. grasp that, that's more of an eternal point of view. Yep. It's more than looking at just the temporal, and now it's looking more things in a, in a 360 manner. And that's so good. Now, you know, we love you both. So good. Love you both. So you're good, you're Sherwood. our official doctor. You know, the Valedictorian of your medical school. Yeah. You're just, you know, incredible. And you, but you can help people everywhere. We don't live in Tulsa. You know, we, we do blood work, and then they send it to you, and you know, stuff. You got back to us, and like, hey, Stacey shouldn't be eating mushrooms. You know, we're like, oh. And then she stopped, and it changed things. Like, yeah. all that stuff that we wouldn't have, have known. You can help people everywhere, you know, no matter why. I would say if they're in Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine, or, or uh, Portland, Missouri. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, can, you can do that. Uh, Sherwood.tv. Yeah, and they get on a webinar. Four slash webinar. Jump on a webinar and kind of start getting it's educated. Free. It doesn't cost yeah. them anything to Twice learn more about your your clinic processes. Yeah, that's right. And get, exactly. is, is get your foot in that pedal, guys, and kind of kind of kind of start finding out what's going on in that world. Begin that educational process. Get totally. the book on peptides. Get on these things. You say, oh, yeah. these things that people don't even know are available. There's a whole world of things out there that can help them change the direction of their life. We're so thankful to you guys. We're grateful to you all too. You guys have done a great job and congratulations. Yeah, but don't stop. Keep the foot on the gas pedal and stay on the turnpike. You're I love good. it. Thank Amen. you so much. We appreciate y'all. Hi friends, Dr. Michelle Sherwood here. And Dr. Mark Sherwood. For years, patients have asked us about meal replacement shakes, but literally nothing has met our high standards. And with today's food shortages and nutritionally compromised diets, that standard American diet, we had to take action. So we created our own. Voila! Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional shake mix. And it is absolutely, and I mean full of nutritional goodness. Do you have a three-month emergency food supply in your pantry? Kingdom Fuel is shelf-stable and available in delicious chocolate or vanilla. Stock up to fuel your life and enjoy a peace of mind. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to. We will arrest you, and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put to the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally 
what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.